Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Really? Yeah. Really? Hey, welcome to the Legends After Show. Where we're playing yet another Sean Bean theme. What is it? I, I don't know what it is. Do you know I, JB? I know what it is. I'm oh, not going to tell you guys. I have no I idea. Leave you in suspense. Oh, speaking of which, JB. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Unfortunately, um, Carrie could not make it tonight, but it's, it's all good. We have so much to talk about. It's not good. Hey guys, and I'm Dave Klein. So, <laughs> for our trivia last week, if you guys didn't know the Sean Bean trivia, because the theme, you have to guess what it is in the comments of what Sean Bean theme were we playing. Last week it was the theme to the movie Silent Hill. Yes. So An obscure one. Most people, I didn't know that one until. But a really good one. Really good movie too. It's like. Did scary. you actually see it? Yeah. Oh, actually, I. It's still, I, I had to do a marathon of watching 26 video game movies in a row. Yeah. I did that marathon for charity. One of the better ones. I mean, that's Silent lot, Hill was I... one of the few, one of three that I liked, and it was, I actually really liked that movie. Yeah. But it's also an awesome theme. So, let's jump into Legends, though. Let's, Another let's Sean Bean thing, where we start right off with, uh, Martin in s- therapy. Being a little rude. Again, yes, he's being a bit hostile. Even more so this time than last time. Yeah, he is not liking this this psyche vow. Well, it's definitely all. like it's it seems like it really is harder and harder for him to get out of his previous persona because this does remind me a bit of his previous persona, um, who was just like didn't take any shit. Right. So that's what I picked up. I mean, then it's also the fact that as the psychiatrist explains to Crystal, like. Well, he's having trouble going back into who he is, which that is the entire plot of the episode. Exactly. And I, I get it. I mean, she she seems to call him on everything. Like, he was acting this way because she says that he's, like, struggling to be Martin Odom again. He's, I mean, and it must be really tough. He's got to abandon this whole life and become someone new that's, you know, maybe not as glamorous or, and has all these things. Like, Martin Odom doesn't seem to be... A guy like you would want to be like his yeah. life kind of, for lack of a better word, sucks. Well, yeah, I mean his uh, his apartment kind of sucks as they joke about yeah, exactly. multiple I mean, times in the episode. He's not with his family. Like, yeah, there's a divorce. Wife, like, but I mean he has a cool FBI job, so that's badass. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, his life definitely is not glamorous in any way whatsoever. But I thought it was kind of weird the aggression level shooting up computer yeah, monitor he was, thing. He was very abrasive. No, he was. But I mean the fact yeah, that there's like, like a, boop, a computer boop, program yeah. like. Dial me in. That's my aggression level. He is feeling angry emoji. Yeah. But that is how we start off. And uh, after this scene, as he leaves, uh, Crystal goes out to grab a drink alone. And Tony, Tony comes, Tony Rice comes to hit on her. No, never mind. Actually, I kind of like that, though, that immediately, like, he didn't go into it too hard with the pseudo right yeah he didn't he didn't play the charade that long which was good it was like okay like you know he used it just for the approach and then did sort of talk about the business um you know obviously not soon enough because she was still off put 
by it. Pretty confident, though, that he'd be like, I can just use this hidden on her approach to Do, well, make it work. Yeah, and also, I mean, she was I way mean, Carrie would be cool with it. Yeah, Carrie, she'd yeah. be like, <laughs> why not me? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, you know you would, Carrie. Um, 100%. Well, she's admitted to it. I know she has admitted to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, she, Allie. Yeah, she was really crystal. down. She was really down. Like he's, he was like, "Yeah, I'm married." Like, sorry. And she's like, "Well, I mean, we, does that matter? Because are you married? You can right forget now? tonight." Yeah, she. We can take a pause from that Crystal. Get a Crystal. You're a yeah, demoness. She, she is a wild one. She's a minx. Yeah. I mean, she obviously knows her way around the the dance clubs, the poles. Yeah. She knows many of pole moves, but she, uh, so I kind of thought it was kind of odd, honestly, that, like, she gives him two minutes of her time, her time, and then immediately is like, oh, you're talking about Martin Odom, all right, I'm, let's do this. Right. Like, I, mean, I was yeah, like, she, she feels very, like, close to Martin, obviously they had the romantic thing in the past, but. I mean, a lot but, of this was just weird to me, because, A, the fact that Agent Rice knows straight from Nelson Gates, who is Crystal's direct superior, like, oh, why don't I go talk to Crystal? I'm sure she will never report me to Nelson Gates right. in any way or say that I was probing more into it. Because what if Crystal was pissed about this? That's yeah, a pretty giant risk. Very good point. He takes a huge leap, um, you know, expecting that Crystal is going to hear him out and not, like, turn him in and just... Yeah, I was just say, like, I mean, anything. Um, Nelson, as you were talking about, um, Gates, if she just was like, yeah, I'm going to tell him that you're, like, on our case again... He'd be toast. Yeah. Like, he'd be at the door so fast, and, you know, his family might be killed. Yeah. I mean, he'd be... Yeah, exactly. All like, of that. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> so, yeah, and it's also... By the way, like, Nelson Gates is on vacation all week, so how convenient. Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> He's just gone all week. So, um, after that, Sonia shows up at Martin's place uh, with food. So, Sonia being uh, Martin's ex... Or, I guess they're still going through the divorce. I don't think it's official yet, but the papers are through. Right. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not sure where their filings are. But I think the papers are through and they're going through a divorce. But Sonia being his wife... They they try to be as cordial as possible. And whenever... They do talk a lot because they they share a son, it seems. Yeah, and Um, I hear this is actually pretty sweet. Right, yeah. I mean, they're usually... And it kind of... You know, that scene with the the dinner when she brings him food, like, that was kind of a nice, like, um, the happier times. Yeah. And then he brings up, like, his whole memory problems and all that. We start finding out a new thing that we didn't really know before, which is the memory issue, uh, which is a pretty big deal. and Very big, pretty big deal. Just a little bit big of a big deal. And um, we find out, like, a bunch of things here. So one thing is that with him starting to doubt himself, she immediately goes in with... I know your name, Martin McDonald Odom, immediately placing that into him. And then really, really big thing here was that he was hit in a uh, hit-and-run car accident and was in a coma for three weeks, has scars all over his body, and has forgotten everything before that incident. Even her, his wife, he had forgotten before that. Right, and that's sort of the source of all this amnesia and everything, and he like has a huge scar on his hand that he doesn't remember anything about we've had these memory problems before and we sort of associated them with whatever leaving legends behind and having to erase those lives and you know maybe that's a result of that but also there's a traumatic car accident she describes of yeah of him being in a coma afterwards it was so bad for weeks and not you know when he came to he remembered nothing not even her and so, and here's my thing with this episode: like a lot of this awesome the information that's revealed is awesome. And I really liked up to this point because, like, immediate there, I was my I questioned. I was like, 
is she in on it? Because we find out that at the point of this car accident, he didn't remember anything beforehand. And here's this girl that just shows up and is like, I'm your wife. Right. And just like, he's like, oh, he doesn't remember anything. So he just like completely accepts her saying that he's, she's his wife, or at least they were engaged or something. Completely 100% accepts that. So you immediately question, like, was she actually beforehand? Was that actually true or is that a lie? Right. So at this point, I was all into it, like the fact that you didn't know for sure. No, exactly. I mean, I think they led enough. I mean, I think they over-revealed a little bit. Well, that's bit. nothing. I think they over-revealed yeah. this episode because I think like this was perfect right here, this bit of information right, to exactly. let you question it. Exactly. I was feeling so good about it. I was like, yes, I can totally, like, I, I wanted to make that leap as a, as a viewer, like myself, yeah. and be like, I totally am team. She is, like, an agent. And, yeah. like, a, like, the whole thing is a setup to make whatever Martin Odom's, like, life or to kind of control him a little bit more. I took a note. I circled it. I was like, I know. I was is like, she in no. on it? Yeah. I'm no, so smart. I, yeah, I was like, I wrote drunk driver conspiracy. Like, because I thought maybe they planted that story and, like, sort of ha- put her in to kind of sell the whole drunk driving story, which maybe they did. Yeah. But I wanted to to hold on to that myself and, and like, come in here and be like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I totally do, like, think that this. I, I did, too. I mean, that was my major gripe with this episode, but we'll get to it as right. we get to the more revealing too much information, as I thought. But at this moment, I thought it was, like, a great minor amount of revealing, enough so where you feel like you figured it out. Right, so. exactly. Uh, Martin finally at this point is now like starting to questioning, question all this and he starts flipping through the pages because he's like, man, that's so weird that like I just really can't remember anything before. And there are pages that are marked apparently, like dog t- ear tags. Yes. And he writes down all the numbers. In a book, kids, this is uh, a thing of paper bound together. Yeah. If you guys knew that. Oh, you know, you're right. There probably ancient, are a lot of kids that use just like tablets. Even with like pages oh, and paper. What? But I just use my from Kindle. Trees. <laughs> yeah. And save trees. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't have a Kindle. But numbers are 203-769-8185. Call it. See what it, where it goes to. Yeah, seriously. I, actually, I should have done that before the show just to see. Anyways. What was the number? 203-769-8185. Just marathon call. 8185? Yeah. 203-768. No. 769-8185. Eight, one, eight, yeah, five. let's check that out. I'm assuming there's a one beforehand as well. Yeah. Like one, two, Ooh, zero, three. Yeah. The dial. Right. Skype coming in right now. Are we really? <laughs> yeah, live on air. We're calling the number from the Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Live TV, I guess you can call this. It is live. It's live, live streaming. It's live. Yeah. live internet. It says it's connecting. There we go. Awesome. Ringing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Uh, I'm me... sure they did that on purpose. Yeah. They were probably like, we need to find a disconnected number. Yeah. Well, Fair that's enough. just... Oh, so this is a fake number. The show's lying to us. <laughs> I thought this was Dennis Evans' number. Just... <sighs> Dennis. All right, so... Now, Crystal at this point shows up to meet uh, Tony Rice at his... Because she has now decided that she's going to trust him. Yes. And she knows nothing about McCombs, uh, nothing of McCombs, and again, just completely like willing to hear him out about everything uh, as... He wants to look into McCombs' psych file, and she's like, sure, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm I mean, okay with this. They, Rice does make a good case, I mean, to convince Crystal, obviously, she's like, dude, come on, like, we, we heard this before, like, you can't just come at me with this, but he did make the point uh, that, like, all the electronics were all turned off 
at that time, like, there's no surveillance of any of that scene happening. And it's, like, brand new infrastructure with, like, the latest technology, so... No, I mean, like, he, he's correct. It's definitely right. fishy. Yeah, no, I just yeah, mean I'm... more of my thing is, like, why is Crystal just, like, so open to be like, let's do this! Right, no, true. I mean, for, well, for me, that sort of, like, can, like is very pro-conspiracy. Like, worth yeah. another look, being like, okay, like, that is a little weird. Like, w- why... Would all of this, these systems not be filming this when a guy is like clearly stabbed? Yeah. And like Martin's right there. So I think maybe she just, the curiosity was like, oh, like, let me just see this like a yeah. little bit. And then they run into all these things. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like yeah. Dennis true. being killed. It keeps on building up. Spoiler. How did you know? How did you know? <laughs> we haven't even gotten there yet. I don't know how you knew that. So Martin, though, speaking of Dennis, uh, meets up with Maggie, who now has normal hair. Yes. As opposed to yeah, her she, pomp faux hawk. She dialed it back a little bit, lost the peacock do. My, my mom watched his Legends and she was like, that was the one thing to make sure, like, her ridiculous hairdo is <laughs> yeah. God. It was, it was a bit aggressive and kind of distracting. I mean, I want, I'm all for, like, making characters unique and, and give them, giving them personality, but the whole peacock do, well, I think, was, like, was I call a bit it like too much. a faux hawk ish. I was like, I kind of want my hair like that. But it wasn't like, it, more in the middle, it was like everything from this whole top section yeah. was like poof. Well, it's because she's got a lot of hair to play with. True. I mean, if you, if you the, can put it up, it's kind of the amount of, hair. of lift that she got <laughs> is just incredible. What hair I mean, product yeah, do you use? Seriously, just it was it was that, impressive. It was it's very, very firm <laughs> But it didn't look like gel. It was amazing. It just looked natural. What know, is that? New, I don't even know. The new tech. Yeah, new tech. That's because she's the tech person. <laughs> yeah. She knows all the new tech and everything, she's including on the hair gel. She's floor of the hair uh, product department. Absolutely. So she realizes that 10 numbers has got to be a phone number and looks into it uh, just on her own. So we don't have to go through this finding out process on her own. So she finds out it's this guy, Dennis Evans. Uh, she finds his address, everything you could possibly need because she's a tech wizard and that's what they do. And uh, she, he warns her, and now all of a sudden, after the death we see in the first episode, um, Martin's worried for her. All of a sudden, like, you, you start digging really far, like, calling, call the number. Right. Like, all of this stuff. Like, calling the number gives you a traceable line. Like, there's all this stuff that could possibly happen, so he's really worried for her. Yeah, and he saw the the previous dude, he, he asked to sort of help him find extra stuff on the side, and he got murked, like, yeah. real quick. Like, the night he asked him to yeah, do Yeah, really quick. So, you know, they are watching. Um, yeah. And so he's, like, asking her to be very careful, because she is next. Don't worry. Don't worry, JB. She's a big girl. Right. She's a and big I think, girl now. I mean, this time, she doesn't know that it is, like, so off the books with this. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's only told her, like, oh, I'm following a new lead, but, you know, be careful. I, I, he didn't tell her, you know, to even keep this off the Well, books. right, because, I mean, like, he just wanted, like, something that he thought was pretty basic. Right. Was like, hey, just look up this number. And then she started digging really deep, and he, that deeper than he was expecting. True. I mean, she's very good at her job. And yeah. the fact that she did sort of anticipated the questions he'd asked and did that due diligence you know in advance is is very cool yeah definitely so he heads over to dennis evans place um and who immediately attacks him with an axe of course i mean you gotta have that hatchet ready definitely and after martin uh tells him his name he's like that's not your real name yeah he's very like um what do you like when you're on edge paranoid paranoid yeah very paranoid and conspiracy theorist uh, right. to the extreme. Exactly. And, and it's like as their background story sort of unravels, we figure out that he 
new Martin Odom or you know whoever yeah. he is. Uh, they go way back, and something very traumatic happened. They were all stationed in Iraq together. Something went down, and it just messed everyone up. Obviously, McCombs was you know clearly on edge. Yeah, I mean, uh, to there's say the least. I mean, like, there's that picture then. Right. That, yeah, they have the photographic proof. He's like, I know you. Here, here we are. Like, here's you. Here's McCombs. Here's me. Yeah, and that's all. He, like, he doesn't remember him at all, though. And he's also lost his memory. We find out McCombs has lost his memory, and all they know is the photo. Right. And he's like, and something. Yeah, something happened there that changed them all forever. Yeah. But, like, and, my, and, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll get. We'll save it for predictions. I well, I was gonna, gonna, gonna say. Right in there. And then the date, though. Is the yes. exact same month as the car accident. Exactly. exactly. And I think the date might have been the exact same, too, because I thought I remember February yeah, like 3rd. February 3rd, yeah. I thought I remember that being the date of the car accident as well, but I could be wrong in that. But it was, like, definitely, like, right then, 2004, February. Yeah, so. and the photo, it was, it was absolutely February 3rd. I yeah. know it kind of flips to... Um, a, a newspaper article, I think. It's, yeah. It's text written. I think that's for the car crash that supposedly happened. Um, and that would have been, I guess, the same day. Right. Or at least, like, like if it wasn't the same day, it's definitely the same yeah. month, though. But just, like, a weird, like, it worked out perfectly with the timeliness of it. And then, like, well, we find ourselves later revolving, because it's February. Remember, February, that's important. So February is incredibly important to that, So, which we'll go on in a little bit. But he's incredibly paranoid that he's going to die, and he thinks, he thought everyone else was already dead. I mean, but apparently we don't know, because he didn't think Martin was alive. Right. So we really don't know if he's correct in thinking everyone's dead, because he's just gone off the wire a little bit, thinking everybody's dead right and he's also off the grid so right. even, you know if if he is completely like silent and and you know like hiding then you can only assume that more people are too i mean i guess he doesn't have have meet and greets with, with everybody from the 04 iraq team and i don't know why um, other yeah, than yeah, like, a great not- party Great part, especially with like him acting like that the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my god, there's all of us here. They're gonna bomb the plows. <laughs> Leave the hatchet at home, sir. So just chips and dip only. He, yeah, bring it out. Come on, just, 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 just yeah. chips and just salsa. Bring just bring, bring your best salsa. Pollock. Just make, bring your best salsa or make some guac. Yeah, ooh, guac. So he says, don't trust anyone, everyone, uh, anyone. And then we get those those lines. I think we see Martin's wife again too. Is they're saying that? Right. Or maybe that's just in my head. Well, yeah, I know. I think they they did have McCombs saying that. Don't yeah. trust anyone. Yeah. Okay. They said McCombs. And but I guess just in my head, I was flashing to his wife because right. like well, there, that's yeah, who I mean, we there's trust. a lot of, of flashes, sort of everything. And I think they do that on purpose just to kind yeah. of confuse you and and say like you know what it's like in Martin's head. He gets all these flashes from different things, and it's like yeah. he's got to decipher what's true and what's not. But McCombs apparently is looking for this guy, Kyle Dobson. And we also got Kyle, a, oh, Kyle. something that I noticed, too. And it was a very brief flash, but we also see a window shot of him saying this stuff to Martin. And it's just this very quick style in the way that they do the editing, cutting, and the pacing, and the shooting, too, where it's like it's all handheld, at least in this scene, where it's like an action scene they use handheld cameras to make right. him seem higher paced. And then... For the way they were editing, it was like fast cuts. But one of the one of the shots was outside of a window looking at him, and it seemed like a foreshadow to me that someone was watching, right? Or something like that. To, yeah, to no. Me. I mean, I think they use the cinematography incredibly well in the editing. Like it really ratchets up the tension. Um, you know, the different scenes and, and the flashbacks have a completely different whole vibe to them. Like you know, the yeah. filters that they use with the color correct and everything. Um, it makes it really like intense to watch. Like all these things are happening and sort of is jarring um you know to throw you off 
you know, what's happening and sort of keep you guessing, which I, I think is really cool. Like, I mean, just throwing that extra camera outside was probably a little foreshadowing. I mean, we don't have that in normal scenes, kind of something that they just did once as a tool to, to show that that was different. Yeah. You know, even in a small way, it's kind of um, a cool thing that they, you know, did had, took the time to do. No, they do, they do a good job with this. Very stylized. Um, and a- after this moment, we we come back to Crystal and Tony, uh, who are at the psych at the psych ward at this point, and they want to find out and look into McCombs, and that's what the psych ward is for, specifically for McCombs. And we find out that uh, Tony's a bit of a baller, I guess. He's he's good yeah. at his job, as they keep on pointing out multiple times throughout the episode. Like, I'm good at what I do. I'm good at what I do. Good at yeah, what he, he does. He does not take no for an answer. He no, will... not at all. He is full court press, like, all day. So... I mean, yeah, great. Like, it's good and bad. I, I, I think that's an interesting thing for for someone of, like, that cop, like, authority thing to do. Because he definitely has no regard for, like, you know, normal laws and stuff. Yeah. I mean, later he, like, breaks into Martin's apartment. Just like, oh, well, she's like, we can't break in. And he's like, oh, no, I did. Yeah. Like, just bust out his... Like pickpocket, like his yeah. lock kit. I, I'd be interested to see a character like his because he is definitely a character who doesn't take no for an answer and will work his way around and meet with someone who just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So, like, even, like, say this, like, uh, uh, doctor, like, the psych war doctor. I mean, obviously, for a story, you have to move it along, but, like, if she was just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> when when he <laughs> yeah, was like, like, I'm going to evaluate you for no, this. Yeah, the, those are, I've read prescriptions for other stuff, too. Yeah, she just had completely just shut him down just to see how yeah. he would try and work his way down. Because he seems to get what he wants all the time. Yeah, and he uses intimidation as, sort of as right. his like main move. So I feel like that would be like him meeting his maker as someone who just does not play off of that. Right. I think we might get that. I mean, I guess yeah. it's sort of a pseudo-prediction. But if they win his storyline kind of merges with Martin's. I, I'm interested to see that dynamic because Martin kind of does bend the rules a little bit too. I mean, granted, he's given more, uh, you know, free will in that sense when he is undercover. It's kind of do whatever you have to do. Yeah. But he's done some shady stuff. Like, he tortured a guy. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and he vx gas someone. Like, and he'll go rogue. Yeah. Whenever, like, up soon. Um, but... The other thing here is as they look into the psych ward with Evans and they start actually looking at the tape files, he starts screaming something about raining fire, and it was raining fire, so key word there. Yeah, it's an awesome operation name. Awesome. I, <laughs> I was on Team Raining Fire, not a big deal. Kind of well, boring. first when he was screaming raining fire, I thought he was just saying like they were attacked or something. And right. it was like Because I thought he was like it was raining fire, like looking around as if they were being attacked. But yeah, we soon find out that it is an operation, uh, is the Operation Ra- uh, Raining Fire, which yeah. Badass name to be yeah, part of. Super sick. As long as it's not on you. So, it's, yeah, uh, just that would not be cool. Uh, we find out a little backstory on Tony that he was with the LAPD homicide uh, department before joining the bureau. So that is why he's got his his cuts. He knows what he's doing because of the LAPD homicide bureau. And if you ever watched the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal about being an LAPD cop, you know that's hard work. Oh, what uh, end of watch? End of watch. Good movie. Really good movie. Really good movie. I'm glad impressed. you remember the name. Cause yeah, I can remember. So, uh, back to Martin. He, um, Kyle Dobson is wanted by Interpol. So, um, and he's, uh, he's with Maggie again. And we find out that Kyle Dobson is wanted by Interpol. Uh, there's a sealed file that you need Nelson Gates' permission to get into. So now all of a sudden, like, Nelson Gates, who seemed to be really supportive of Martin and helping him out. And, like, even, like, with the case of um, when Martin went to him about everything that was going on, he seemed supportive and positive. Right. 
and now he's uh his permissions required for this file. Exactly. I mean, he's always been very pro Martin doing his thing, but yeah. now it's like revealing more that, you know, the suspicions of ulterior motives, like what, you know, he's hiding something. Like why is like he's almost too supportive of him and his abilities. Yeah. Like knowing something that the rest of the people don't know because they're obviously like you know, he trying to protect Martin like he's not fit for duty and for like he's overly confident in in Martin for some elusive reason. Yeah, and this is where we find out that Dobson was in Iraq uh, from 2003 to 2006, so his dates align with when right. uh, everyone else he's was there. The crew. I bet he's part of the photo. I mean, we, I wish they yeah, I wish we brought we, that back. I guess out. I, I was I should have paused and looked after that. I'm not really curious. If someone watching knows, let us know if he was in the photo. Uh, Dobson specifically was yeah, in the photo. Pause and do yeah. The- but frame by frame. apparently Varix, um is this private military contract that he was part of and that he was doing that kind of like was bad. It was like an undercover bad thing that went down. I, I'm assuming that he wouldn't, though, because being the photo, because it seems like even though he was there at the same time, he wasn't necessarily in the same regimen because he knows, seems to know everything that happened to everyone else. And it seems like everyone else is supposed to be dead and he's not because he wasn't part of that regimen. Like almost like they found out what he was doing and that was right. the problem. Or maybe he found out what the, like what was happening and sort of bounced out because he's. I, mean, I guess we can just jump into Kyle a little bit. Like I mean, with when they go into his yeah. facility, like he's preparing for something. Oh yeah, he's mounting an attack. Yeah, definitely uh, so. So I mean, I he definitely knows more than than the like uh, you know anybody else in the regiment that we know like McCombs um Dennis Evans and Martin for sure because otherwise he wouldn't be although apparently he's been like ahead. although apparently like he's wanted right by Interpol so apparently like they know he's doing this type of stuff with weapons so maybe that's just what he was doing before in Iraq was something weapon related right too i mean maybe that's just his deal he does weapon stuff no exactly that's why i think maybe he was on the team that like whatever happened with the guys in the regiment maybe who's on like that team and like was not about it and cut yeah. out and ever since has gone rogue and trying to mm. like expose everything interesting but we'll have to uh, see. yeah i guess we'll see or we'll talk about more in predictions and then we yeah. dish about that stuff but uh so Len Barlow is who Martin's yes, going to new assume. Yeah, new legend. So I was like, another legend? I, yeah. was, I actually wasn't expecting it. I thought he was just going to go as Martin, but all of a sudden he's like, I got to go as Len Barlow. So this other legend that apparently we know yeah, the, the time Texas span was... Outlaw. This was two years ago, so I'm assuming... Um, I, I'd assume it was two years ago. What? Len Barlow, when yeah. he used that legend. Okay. I would assume. I could be wrong here, but um, I'm assuming it's the legend that was right before our first legend that we see in the show. So... Yeah, the outlaw, the cowboy outlaw is who's going to play as this time around with the southern accent. So no, yeah, I was, I was. So, I mean, I know we talked about um, who our predictions between of like what kind of a role he would take. Yeah. And I was happy with this. I mean, it was. No, it I was is, happy with it too. It's very different from everything he's he's done in the show, like Dante and and um, I forgot the the first. I'm forgetting too. Um, mm. Yeah, well, his other his other legends is very right. very different. You know, and it's cool to see him nail the accent again too. Like, I was gonna say, I think the the key to New Legends is they have to have different accents. Right, that's the one thing that it has to have. And Sean Bean just poof, knocks it out of the park so, every time. So next time he's gonna be an Irish, uh, something Irish, I guess. Just yeah, so no, I, was, I was worried for a second because when he has drinks with his old, like I guess, CI informant, yeah. 
um, he has his like British accent. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was oh confused. no, like, is that like maybe they wrote the scripts and re-edited it so like you know that would play later? No, when that but, happened, I thought the exact yeah. same thing. I was like. I was like, isn't he I was like, supposed uh, to be Is Texas? there supposed to be a southern accent? Because yeah. I'm not hearing it. Maybe right. he's doing a poor job acting. And I just like, he did the southern accent great before. I'm not <laughs> hearing it right now. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing it was just pretty funny. But um, so after he heads out with Len Barlow, uh, this is when uh, Martin and Crystal, uh, hey, Tony knows Martin or knows that Crystal and Martin had a relationship. Yes. He does his research. He does know, his like, where, maybe research. Maybe he logged on Facebook or something, saw photos. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I saw there was one photo of you together yeah, in that. Just, and then I did, like, some, like, hacking on my own. And it turned out that you guys were, like, relationship status for one day. Yeah. And it was a complicated for two days on Facebook. He is, yeah, very into his job. That's, like, I, this was one of the, like, I, I could understand a lot of things. I guess, like, he, he would know that Martin and Crystal had a relationship because of the way she responded to actually going with them right. And actually having an interest in Martin. Maybe that's how he's telling. Because, like, other than that, it's just, like... He hasn't even seen them together, like how they react to each other, act with each other together. Yeah, I think maybe he was looking through all, or has been looking through all of Martin's files, and yeah. then saw the overlap and sort of, you know, the office fling was because that's something you mark down in your files. Right, but like... I mean, like the FBI like records everything. I'm sure that like if he was looking through all of the files, like that, like them working together and, and something. Like, oh, I, I mean, and they may have JB gone, has <laughs> an office fling right now. I'm going to put uh, that in my files so everybody knows. the security footage. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, they could have been more, like, publicly an item. We we just know that they had something. Yeah. And people know about it. Because even, I mean, the Nelson Gates knew about it. Like, he yeah. sort of, like, makes these, like, but, offhand but comments. But I feel like, like Nelson oh, like, how, how was... How do you think about what do you think about Martin? I, I feel like with Nelson though, it's more like a suspecting thing because he works with them in the same right. office with them and sees them together all the time. Whereas someone with Tony doesn't even work in the same office, and like this is the first time he's ever met Crystal. And Martin, he briefly met for like true five minutes. So that's why. Yeah. So I guess he's just extremely good at. His he job. is so good at his <laughs> yeah. job. He's he the best. He reads between the lines quite well. And he can break into the door. Uh, break yeah, and he just keeps a lock pit. Which lock is where they lock. once again start griping about Martin's... Uh, so again, Martin's unglamorous life, as we talked about at the beginning. The fact that he doesn't have a nice apartment or anything. But they do find that... Uh, or actually, sorry, this is before that. There's been a break-in. I'm ahead of myself. They're like 10 steps behind in, uh, Martin. And this is where right. they go to Evan's place. And there's been a break-in there. And they find a finger and an axe on the table. And his head as he is suffocating. Or has suffocated and is dead. Right, yeah. So Evan has died. So they're behind at this point. I mean, they're always behind, but they're, like, further behind at this point. Right. So after now they have discovered Evan, uh, this is when uh, we have Houston, Texas, and that scene that we were talking about with Martin. And Martin meets up with Chang, who apparently two years ago was his informant. And Martin's gotten by the balls. Yeah, and so he sort of strongs arms him into helping him. He gives him a, you know, a small lead into a girl, like Dobson's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so he kind of sets him up at the bar where she's at. See, this is kind of where I thought, um, uh, well, I, okay, so it was two years ago since Martin used uh, Chang. So that's why I figured, like, okay, well, maybe Len was a persona from two years ago. Right. That was kind of where I got that from, was at, in this moment there. But yeah, Chang does know Martin as Martin. 
Yeah, because yeah. and he even confirm like reconfirms that when he slips up right. when he's leaving. He's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Martin. Uh, I mean, when that was like, I kind of needed that confirmation. Yeah. Honestly, exactly. it's like okay, great. And the reason I needed that confirmation was more just so because I was like, did he slip up on the accent yeah. in the beginning? So well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was great to have because uh, I mean, working in TV like you and and editing stuff, you know that like stuff does switch around. Yeah. There's a lot of story. I mean, there's a crazy amount of storylines happening all at once. Um, and it's great to see that that, that kind of pre-planning was put in place. Right. It does happen as they wanted it to. It wasn't like, oh, well, can we make this work out so it's, it does this? Right. Um, and, yeah, so, uh, Chang, again, there's, like, something I keep wanting to say, and it keeps on slipping, and it's, like, <laughs> driving me crazy. I'm like, what is it I was going to say? Totally. Chang and the intro. Uh, to... It's probably not that important. It's just driving me crazy. Um, well, it was interesting that he, I mean, um, I think, that, where are they, in L.A.? They're in, like, the fourth largest city in America, they say. Well, now they're in Houston. Okay, Houston. Oh, you, okay. I remember what I want to say. Nice. I found it interesting that Martin was strong-arming uh, Chang at this point, because the, we don't really know much about Martin's character. We know about all these personas he's taken, and, like, this seems like something one of his personas would have done. Uh, mm. Especially like um, his drug lord persona from last right. week, like that would have been a very persona to do that type of strong arming. So that that was the other reason I was kind of surprised that it was um, Martin during this scene it was more so because of his character and how his character right. was acting because he always seemed like outside of his psych evaluations, he always seemed like a pretty nice guy. Like he didn't seem like someone who would do this type of thing to someone, like strong arm them into something, right? So that that's more of what I want to bring up. I was just surprised by his actions and to find out about who he is. Interesting point. Yeah, I mean, he... Because that was... Apparently, this is very who he is because he's done this type of stuff to Chang before. Chang's right. like, oh, not again, man, not again. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's why I think it was fitting that he... Chang knew him as Martin because I think, yeah. you know, originally, Martin probably goes in meets them via, like, a, a legend. Yeah. And then turns them and sort of does reveal that he is like Martin Odom. Right. And like to get them on board, like I am the FBI, like you gotta help or I will pull the plug. Right. Or prison. Yeah, exactly. And it, which was the same case with, I forgot her name, um, the uh, woman, like bomb arm stealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he revealed. Anna? Um, Anna? I can't remember. Amy? I think it started with an A. Um, Anyways. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, her. Her, last she week. was, yeah, so last week, um, you know, he turns her by admitting everything. He's right. like, yeah, like, you know, do you want to know my real name? She doesn't want to, but, like, he would have said Martin. Right. And had she lived, we, you know, she... Yeah, she would have been by an informant or yeah. something. Or, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so actually that's a good point. That's likely Chang was a right. former... Because he also says, like, oh, I thought I was done with you. Like, yeah. I thought I'd never see you again. Right. Like, yeah, because he did his due diligence, yeah. so... Doing his due diligence again for uh, Martin. Uh, but uh, before that happens, um, that's when we get that Maggie is looking up phone history for Evans for Crystal and Agent Rice. So th- now, like, once again, uh, Crystal and Rice are behind. And But I just thought it was, like, interesting that now Maggie's doing the exact same thing that she was doing for Martin for Crystal and Rice. So, uh, and she doesn't re- reveal anything to them. She's actually pretty uh, numb, or mum. Mum would be the word. Mum for them. 
Right, yeah, she, it was interesting to see her kind of not, like, emote, really. Yeah, it was also more just, like, I I guess that's where her allegiance lies is with Martin. Or she just, like, doesn't want to take any sides. Yeah. I mean, she also, Martin, like, highly warned her, like, this is really dangerous. Don't say anything. So maybe she's also just afraid to actually get involved further or just knows her place. Like, I should not get involved any further and reveal what I know. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, you gotta kind of be walking on eggshells anyway. Especially um, now that, like, she gets, like, the same people looking for the same leads that Martin has just explained for you is incredibly dangerous. That's when you'd be like, oh. Yeah, just pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. You know, look over your shoulder. But she doesn't really, she's not able to give them any information because right. he was a blank slate. So that is when they head into Martin's house and Tony busts in, where they find a piece of paper with Len Barlow written on it. I don't know why, um... Martin was like, Len Barlow, all over, like, papers and stuff like that. And when she goes into the bathroom, she sees basically the the notes of his, like, family tree that he's trying to, like, you know, use use flashcards or something, not, like, old receipts and your bathroom mirror. Well, I guess he wasn't expecting anyone to break in. True. No, that's true. (laughs) But if people are maybe out to kill him or stuff, trust no one, as McCombs said. Yeah, he's really got to heed that warning a little bit more. So Crystal goes, he's gone rogue. And that kind of wraps up their point in the storyline. And yeah, so part of the reason that we're going back and forth with the two different storylines this episode is because it's this like this chase almost where... Right, they're you, kind of parallel stories right. basically as as they both kind of figure things out. And like you just said there, uh, Rice and Crystal are sort of just a step behind. Yeah. You know, if they were there like a day earlier, they could have caught Martin and... Um, Dennis Evans, like, having that conversation, right. like, having it out. So, so, I mean, that's kind of why I, th- I thought um, I wanted to bring up that. So, or why we're doing that, those two storylines the way we are. So, anyways, we're now in Houston, karaoke night with Martin, as Martin shows up as Len, quite the charmer. Yes. Doing those winks, plenty of winks, super sweeps smooth. Sweeps her off her feet. Absolutely. And totally, like, shuts down that dude, like, just. Yeah. So, for Tara. He gets told. Like it was, it was a pretty baller moment. Oh yeah, definitely. We'd expect nothing less from from Sean Bean. Len the cowboy, he he just does that with his any persona he is. Right. Any persona except for the first persona that we saw him as, who would not have been able to. Yeah, exactly. But every other persona like um, is. But just... yeah, and it was cool to see like that that scene like made sense. You know, with that storyline, like it was a girl, so it was perfect. Yeah. That, you know the his character. Uh, Barlow, you know, just kind of waltzes in, like, doesn't really care about, like, you know, he's very forward, very, like, upfront, and, like, is not afraid of confrontation or anything. Yeah. He's just like, like, I am headstrong, I will, like, yeah. this is what's up. Well, like, I mean, we also get, like, he's a true cowboy, like, also in the sense of yeah, he's, he's good with his shooter, aim. Yeah. yeah, he's a straight shooter. So, uh, Chang now, at this point, has done his part of the deal, he pieces out, uh, we're, we're good, and that's where we really realize, like, yes, he knew Martin as right. Martin. And... This is when Sonia calls, and kind of odd timing. Sonya, yeah, really odd timing, in my opinion. And then uh, exactly, and it was it was interesting because it was right after um, they had that like Rice and, and Crystal had that conversation, like, oh yeah, we need to like check him, check right. in with him, like, and that's why I thought, you know, like that was enough. Like the call was, you know, basically confirming everything. Yeah. That, like, she was totally in on it and, like, part of the check-in on Martin team. Definitely. I thought so, too. Like, the call was enough. And then, yeah. then then we get the line, the really important line, that February of 2004, of that exact year, right. Martin was supposed to take her to Hawaii. Exactly. For Valentine's Day. Mm. But, sweet guy. 
February fourth, or was the day that, he, or February third, he was in Iraq. So there's no way they could have possibly had Valentine's Day planned. So that right. immediately, right there, says everything. Like even more so than the car chase or the car. It's just like no. Yeah, he's like oh, that's not possible. That. Definitely got the photographic evidence to and the contrary. Then we get the scene that I hate so I much. Know. Oh, so I wish. Like I a, mean, I, the phone call to, was already on the nose. That yeah, was on the nose no, enough. Exactly. It was exactly like that. I, I was so happy with that. I was like, "Yes, it is confirmed." Like Carrie's going to be thrilled because she totally predicted that. Like, yeah. And then how I was, was that? To hear that, and like, I was just like, "No!" Like they gave they gave too much. I, I love when they keep you guessing. They've done a great job with that so far. Yeah, giving us little cookie crumbs to kind of pick right. up. But I think they went too far, and they kind of admitted, you know, they showed us the hand, like their hand, and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, like, like as soon as okay? she like looked and went, like, yeah, how was that? It's just like, come on, like, yeah, trust your audience, trust your we audience a little bit. I know. I hate when TV does that thing where they cater, like where they think every assume everybody watching is stupid. It drives right. me crazy, and to me, that's what this is. Is like our audience has has to be stupid, so let's let's like hand feed them everything, even though I was just complaining about knowing. Chang was that's what I didn't think, but still, this this seems an extreme thing of just like yeah, I know it's a balance, it's a delicate, right. it's a you know uh, a line that I uh, certain things I wish we were not spoon fed, and yeah. I think that they did enough where they didn't need to have like you know that blurry image of like that right. person like sitting watching and her saying like oh was that good enough? Like, yeah, clearly like she was put up to the call, like they I, didn't need to confirm that. Like I think. How the call went and the fact that she was clearly lying about right. what she was telling him was enough for us to put together, okay, something is amiss. Yeah. But that how is that line just driving crazy? I mean, honestly, I didn't even think they needed the phone call. It was fine. Right. Like, okay, let's get this reconfirmation here. That that was fine. That was already on the nose to me. Mm. That how is that? I was just like, oh. <laughs> no, you, it, you blew it. <laughs> yeah, you much. blow it. <laughs> so... Anyways, Len p- ends up picking up and beating up uh, Tara's friend and then takes her out because she's all for him now. Uh, takes her to meet up with Dobson because that's what any guy flirting with you would be like. Let's go hang out with your boyfriend. Yeah. Yep. We'll pick up a case of beer. It'll be fine. That's, uh, that's absolutely what I would do. So they go get the beer, hang out. Turns out that he is an arms dealer or something because he's preparing missiles or yeah, door prediction. Yeah, a bit shady. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they go to a back room. Right. Secret knock. It's and there's, her, like... And there's missiles. Yeah, just covering up, like, ex- yeah. like huge missiles. So these neo-Nazi-looking giant-built bodyguards are... I guess they're not neo-Nazis. I don't see any Nazi tattoos, but... Just these giant built bodyguards are there, and everything's quiet. And then, yeah, classic goons, right? Cla- cool. Very classic goons. And then Dobson recognizes Len Barlow, and just like I recognize faces. I don't know what your name was, but right. he's like he yeah, immediately realizes yeah, exactly. that he knew him from ten years ago in Iraq. So that actually gives us a timeline right there. So this is actually modern day, 2014. Ten years ago in Iraq was 2004. Right. This is 2014. So it's been ten years since that incident. So now we have a timeline, which is also pretty cool. But, yeah, so he says that he knows him and immediately recognizes him and that he wasn't – they weren't friends, apparently. So – and he's supposed to be dead. So, A, he's supposed to be dead. They're not friends. Lots of information here immediately revealed from Dobson. Yeah, it, it was interesting because, you know, he was so abrasive, too. Yeah. Like, he knew – he recognized them, but it was also, like, in a negative tone. Like right. He was about to bust out his gun and probably, like, shoot – 
Like, yeah. shoot to kill, pretty much. Oh, I mean, definitely. they ended up getting into the whole firefight. It absolutely would have been um, shoot to kill. Yeah, and Martin just murked everybody, which is cool. Yeah, which I was like, huh, apparently your Iraq training didn't pay off. Did it, Dobson? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the goons for hire um, no, the goons are, for hire not are not quite as up to the caliber they, marksman as the FBI it's like, agent. They look intimidating, but when it comes to a gun, it really doesn't matter how big right. you are. Exactly. It doesn't matter just when there's a gun guns, play. yeah. So, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, even, even, um, Dobson was kind of, you know, for like, like kind of just smacked around a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, like totally. I mean, so that's why I, I think it confirms what we were talking about earlier with him not being part of the regimen that they were in. Cause right. he's clearly not up to the military skills. Well, that was, that was what I was thinking was that he wasn't part of the right. regiment. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I think that, like, I agree with you. I think okay. he's not. So I'm, on, I'm on Team Dave for that. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Okay, so anyways, uh, beats him up, uh, smacks him around, and then gets him the car, and then stops him doing the typical forward like you missed, picked the wrong person to mess yeah. with. And we see just Len being an all-out badass until all of a sudden his car gets slammed into the side. I know, and yeah. And that wraps up the episode. Crazy. It was a nice way to, to weave some cliffhangers. Um, in a very, like, intense, after the battle scene, um, where Martin just kills everyone. Yeah. So, let's go and talk about predictions. Yes, let's. And now, you're after Buzz TV. That's another $5, JB. Yeah, it's, it's adding up. It's the Predictions Light Show Fund. Ah, Okay. So it sounded like you had a lot of predictions you were ready to go yes, off on. Yes, well, I mean, yeah, the first one, I think, is just with the with the car. Yeah. Do you think, because the whole crash in incident, you know, they bring up before with the so-called story of what happened right. with uh, the coma incident, you know, do you think that is part of, part of the conspiracy people that, you know, have been monitoring them and crashed into the car? Because they knew that they were sort of mounting an attack. I absolutely. I mean, the the real question is, if the crash actually happened, which I guess it would be. That's why the papers were reporting it, right? In a coma. But I don't know how they could plan that he'd be in a coma and then let him live. Like I think they'd somehow let him die. I, I'm just surprised they let him live right. after that. The point was to kill everybody. Yeah, I, I'm. It's very confusing. I think that they. My guess to whatever experiment, whatever happened, I think they tried to like erase their minds, like yeah. everything. Like they made them do some gnarly stuff, right? And and wanted to like erase their those memories, and so they did that. But they didn't factor in, of course, classic experimenting FBI, right? Um, like what it would do to them, and you know the post-traumatic stress disorders and right. stuff. Uh, how much that, how crazy they would become. It's also strange to me that they, some, for some reason, decide let's give him a wife, right? Who is well, also exactly. willing. Yeah, I think that she's like, okay, I'll do it. And it's sort of it's you know it reminded me kind of of like Men in Black, you know, when they like neuralize them, yeah, and they're like, okay, this is what happened. Like they give gave him a backstory, which yeah, you know, to me, what is Martin Odom? Like you have a wife, right? Um, that's what I was thinking. Do you think the kid, Aiden, is part of that? Like, it, you know, obviously the wife is. How old is Aiden? That's exactly. Good. So he, I mean, he's young-ish. He could be less than 10 or just yeah. about 10. Like, he could have, after the coma, had a little, like, you know, yeah. life. Like, that's, you know, start I, I'm, I'm curious about that, too. Because it's like Aiden obviously wouldn't know anything and would assume it's his father. Right. But you, I do wonder that. Because it's really strange, too. I mean, it's like, why would this woman be like all right cool i'll just like 
hook up with this guy and pretend to be his wife and have a kid with him and all that stuff like pretty True. extreme yeah no very extreme but on the other hand like the if it's part of the conspiracy people like they've clearly got a number of assets and can kill you like anytime yeah so so if it was between life and you know pretending to be married to Marnotum or i guess divorce a i would like, never pretend to be married to sean bean <laughs> Ugh, gross um yeah i mean i wouldn't either but i choose jb He's pretty cool. I choose JB. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's it's odd. So it does really make you question a lot of like, well, why and like, how do they make those choices? And also, it's like to me, I mean, the biggest question is why Sonya chose to do that. Like, why is she okay? And what brought her to do this? So I mean, is she part of the cover-up crew? Is it maybe she, something where they threaten her? Maybe it's like she was like, well, I've got a kid, and this is someone to take care of my kid. I don't know. It's a lot of questions for that. And uh, a lot yeah, a lot of questions. Yeah, I mean, I love how we got. This was one of those episodes where it was mostly that sort of yeah. backstory stuff, um, which we got some answers about. But honestly, it just gave me more questions. No, I mean, I I enjoyed that about it too. I, I like the fact that there was a lot of backstory stuff this time. But um, yeah, and then as far as the car goes, it looks like uh, I I don't know. It's the, gonna be a little days. It's gonna be days because yeah, I mean, it seems like he's like arrested or something. Or cops there well yeah i mean cops should that was a that was a nasty crash yeah they should definitely be investigating that like maybe it was an accident and he'll come to and sort of um drag dobson like to the side and be like dude like we gotta talk yeah i don't yeah that's the question is is he even gonna have dobson anymore is he gonna disappear yeah or so maybe maybe dobson died like i think it, or it i mean like maybe he somehow goes off the, the grid again side. yeah it, so like he could be I mean, we, I thought I saw Dobson talking in the previews, but I thought. But, I mean, the question to me is, like, is he going to somehow disappear before he can get questioned by Martin? Right. Well, I think so. It's it's Sean Bean. He's uh, very yeah. He's very elusive. All right. But, guys, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Once again, I'm Dave Klein. You can find me on Twitter at the, the Dave Klein. That's K-L-E-I-N. Not the, the Yave kind. The Yave <laughs> kind. Um, you guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you, you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 